0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Health and Wellness Podcast brought to you by Sanford Health. I'm your host, Alan Helgeson with Sanford Health News. Our conversation today is about COVID 19 and the long term effects on the heart. Our guest today is Dr. Tom Stish with Sanford Heart. Dr. Stish, as we get started today, why don't you give us a little bit about uh, your role and your background with Sanford Health?
1: I believe it's almost 20 years. Since I started Sanford Health, it was my first job, in fact, after coming out of uh, fellowship, uh, training in New York, where I remember uh, we came out with my wife. Uh, Cynthia is from New York, Long Island, and uh, we came out to South Dakota for the first time ever in January. We did go ahead and visit some small towns, USA, South Dakota, middle of January, <laughs> wind blowing, snow. And Knew we- you needed a coat. Uh, yes, <laughs> no question about that. And then, you know, we did see uh, that, that, yes, it was an opportunity, opportunity for us to to have our family and kids grow up in a Midwestern environment, culture that we very much appreciated, which is awesome. And I personally had an extremely successful career here as an interventional cardiologist, meaning that I found uh, Sanford's resources and ambition completely in pair with mine. We evolved in the Cardiovascular Institute, affiliate ourselves with... Uh, uh, Sanford School of Medicine, USD. In fact, we hold the chair position for the uh, Division of Cardiology for USD School of Medicine. Um, five of our cardiologists are the core faculty. We have introduced uh, anything that was innovative and permissible in the field of interventional cardiology, electrophysiology and other areas of cardiology and brought it to the region. and. I believe I can very uh, confidently say that we have created uh, the leading program in the Dakotas.
0: So now being here 20 years, associated and affiliated with Sanford, and a big anniversary, a 10-year anniversary for the Sanford Heart Hospital. So in that 10 years prior... You had a hand in really helping lay that foundation of what that looks like in building the program, correct, Doctor Stish? That's
1: correct. That's correct. We're very blessed and fortunate to be sitting in our new heart hospital. Well, ten years, Mm -hmm. so maybe I should not be using that uh, that term. New, it's uh, (laughs) we're so used to it now, but it's a beautiful facility. I remember planning, designing with administration. I remember doing procedures with visiting interventional cardiologists and heart surgeons from, quite honestly, all over the world, and uh, I have not run across a single one of them that would not be most impressed when they came out here into our institution.
0: Well, congratulations to you and your team and and the program that you built. And we're talking about something today. There isn't any part of medicine that over the last year, uh, two years has not been touched by COVID-19 or coronavirus and, and uh, things that we've heard way too much about the last couple of years. And in interventional cardiology, um, you're no different. Uh, our topic today, we really want to talk about uh, the connection between COVID-19 and heart health as we're hearing that um, there are short and long-term effects that COVID-19 can have on the heart. Uh, Can we just uh, jump in right there? And and just from your expertise, uh, let's talk about that, Dr. Stich.
1: Yes, of course. It is most important to talk about COVID and how it uh, affects uh, patients with cardiovascular disease in many different ways, in fact. And and, um, very early, in fact, uh, in the pandemic, we realized that the fear among our patients and community was huge, and appropriately so. However, there was too much of lack of recognition of cardiovascular disease and the scope of an issue that it carries with itself, if if not addressed, taken care of, treated properly. And so statistically speaking, heart disease, cardiovascular disease, heart attacks, stroke are still number one cause of death, period. And that's talking about last year. That's our COVID year. COVID uh, emerges number three cause of death. We very quickly learned early in the pandemic that uh, we will have patients that will be failing to come and seek attention. They will be having symptoms, which sometimes I tell patients are a blessing because at least those patients that do get early symptoms of heart disease uh, have a warning sign that allows them to identify an issue, seek attention and help, and perhaps prevent a severe disease that otherwise could be brewing with ultimately its consequences unnoticed until it's too late. So very quickly, early in the pandemic, we initiated a campaign of of, uh, advising our patients not to neglect cardiovascular disease. And I think that's the first manner in which we very quickly recognized that COVID affects cardiovascular disease. Our patients initially were afraid to come and seek attention that frequently was life-saving. We started seeing many more patients coming with advanced forms of uh, heart disease, uh, coming in with uh, advanced heart attack, Situations where uh, patients have of coming in with warning signs of a heart attack, we fix things, they go home the next day. All of a sudden, show up with cardiac arrest or in cardiogenic shock, and that's a completely different story. My my uh, my uh, colleagues in cardiology in cardiology uh, division um, at our institutes, uh, we very quickly identified and appropriately addressed. Where we even uh, worked with departments of uh, health and the state uh, to make sure that that uh, we all had the same message. So then there are other ways where there's no question COVID affected us. And uh, the pure disease of COVID itself includes uh, um, effects on heart, cardiovascular system. And so indeed, COVID does create uh, circumstances uh, in our body that can lead to increased frequency occurrence of of clot formation, uh, increased occurrence of heart attacks. Uh, some arrhythmias, uh, inflammation of the heart muscle, and uh, heart failure. So there is a number of ways that the disease process itself also affects the heart and results in in, uh, uh, bad outcomes. COVID can affect us in many different ways. Too often we do not link COVID disease syndrome with cardiovascular disease that COVID can cause directly. Not only COVID can uh, affect outcomes of conventional atherosclerotic coronary artery disease, stroke disease syndromes by, as I mentioned earlier, neglecting to get help, attention in a timely fashion. But also COVID um, itself affects cardiovascular system and can be a cause of exacerbation in form of cardiovascular syndromes. And for instance, Yes, we can have an increased incidence of inflammation of heart muscle, myocarditis, heart failure. We can have increased incidence of stroke. We can have increased incidence of arrhythmias. We have a lot of patients that after they recover from COVID have long-term symptoms. And and, uh, sometimes it's even tough to say. Is it related COVID lung disease? Is it related to the heart and consequences of the the, the COVID uh, syndrome associated with cardiovascular disease? Sometimes it's tough to differentiate. Nevertheless, there's clear association between COVID and cardiovascular disease. So COVID does affect uh, the, the uh, cardiovascular system directly. But I believe that it's, it's also very important to recognize that COVID will affect our cardiovascular system in different indirect ways. And uh, we very well know that cardiovascular disease, for instance, is a um, um, lifestyle disease. It's lack of exercise, uh, our extra weight, smoking, um, poor diet that are responsible perhaps for majority of cardiovascular disease. Interestingly, it's, it's a very uh, preventable disease with that in mind because how easy is it to eat less and exercise more and weigh less? Well, it's easy mm-hmm. to say to have to do. Nevertheless, at least theoretically, it's a very preventable disease, but it's tough for us to do. Now, in COVID pandemic, unfortunately, with the isolation, with the lack of uh, outdoor activities, with lack of opportunities to socialize, go out and spend time uh, in many diverse ways that would be perhaps healthier from heart's perspective, well, we ended up isolating ourselves, not only physically at home, uh, but also um, psychologically much less interaction with others in the society well as by not going out for our routine walks to the mall, shopping, theater, movies, restaurants. That stripped us from an opportunity that's extremely important as far as healthy living. Unhealthy lifestyle behaviors that we have actually observed during the pandemic are increasing incidence of bad diets, and extra weight, obesity. I have to say that, that just about every other patient comes to see me currently in the clinic. Uh, unfortunately, when they step on the scale, the weight is in the wrong direction. They gain weight. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is always the same excuse. Well, I don't go anywhere. I don't do anything. I sit at home, watch TV. And the only thing to do is grab snack after snack, <laughs> and, and which is sad, right. but very true. And that is, is a way in which COVID affected us last year. That's not minor. Another, unfortunately, bad habit that we've noticed increased increased incidence is alcohol consumption. You know, alcohol is not heart-healthy. And uh, there's a clear association between the COVID pandemic and increase in uh, alcohol consumption that then leads to mental issues, more social issues, more problems, and, and uh, definitely a, in a less heart-healthy lifestyle than otherwise. Missed medical visits is another way that covid affected us very objectively when we study our population here in south dakota there's a big big non compliance you could say with otherwise uh, necessary medical follow ups you know whether you call it non compliance or just you know not understanding the situation definitely not a positive thing from cardiovascular disease as i mentioned earlier cardiovascular disease is still number one cause of death So if I'm afraid of getting COVID and dying, you know, I should be just as much or even more so afraid of having heart disease. And so the fear of COVID should not really prevent me from getting attention um, from cardiovascular perspective. There has been an observed fear of hospitals. So no, I will not go to the hospital when I'm not feeling well because that's where I can get COVID more so than anywhere else. Again, it's a very false assumption, you know, and um, we very early in the pandemic, made a big effort to make sure that uh, it's very clearly publicized in media across our state. That, no, it is probably one of the safest places where everybody's compliant. Uh, Precautions are taken. Special units are organized. And if anything, I I think that you should feel uh, safer going to see your doctor, or be admitted to hospital for other, perhaps not COVID-related issues, than going shopping to a, a grocery store. So, so it's very interesting. But that fear of hospital was real. And it did, I believe, impact outcomes uh, as far as our cardiovascular patients. So as you can see, COVID also affected our patients from heart disease perspective
0: indirectly. Is age impacting some of those effects that you're seeing?
1: Definitely age is a very pertinent factor as far as outcomes of uh, COVID. Uh, we find that that's, uh, older patients have poorer outcomes. Patients with established cardiovascular disease have worse outcomes. Well, our cardiovascular patients are the elderly patients. Uh, we very well have observed that younger populations, especially the teenagers, young people, um, uh, when they do get the COVID infection, their illness is not as severe. And again, whether it relates just to the age itself or other comorbidities, tough to say, but as a cardiologist, I have to say that, yes, age is very clearly recognized as a, as a risk for worse disease course and worse outcomes. And at the same time, yes, it is our elderly patients that have more cardiovascular disease, uh, pre-existing cardiovascular disease, such as coronary artery disease, hypertension, uh, diabetes, uh, uh, stroke history. Those cardiovascular diseases themselves, if pre-existing, will make COVID
0: disease worse. As a person that has been vaccinated, can you still be affected with heart health and heart heart issues through COVID, even if you're vaccinated?
1: Yes, you can. It has been very clearly uh, proven, however, that um, patients who have been fully vaccinated undergo much milder, disease course and are much less likely to be hospitalized, are much less likely to die. Nevertheless, they can still be affected by COVID and have an acute illness. Um, And so that's where the recommendation has been that even though you've been vaccinated, you still
0: have to be cautious and careful. What kind of lingering symptoms are you seeing for people that already have existing heart issues? Well, first of all, I would say
1: that, as I mentioned earlier, you know the the symptoms of COVID too often mimic heart disease, and um, sometimes it's tough to tell. Quite honestly, um, in patients with pre-existing cardiovascular disease, once they recover from COVID, are these still the symptoms lingering from COVID, or are these symptoms really more relating to worsening of their underlying? Cardiovascular disease by COVID, so that's a very challenging um, issue for us currently. We see a lot of people coming to get rechecked after they had COVID with one of our cardiologists in the office, and and the reason is that the symptoms are frequently similar. Each time we had a wave of uh, acute infections in the community, a few weeks later we have a wave of patients who, reco- who recovered from COVID coming for cardiovascular checkups. In those Instances we check patients very thoroughly. I think it's extremely prudent to be thorough and not miss, miss progression of cardiovascular disease in patients have uh, recovered from COVID. Because as I said earlier, still cardiovascular disease is number one cause of death. And and um, if uh, you're concerned with COVID, you should be concerned just as much or even more so from cardiovascular disease perspective.
0: What advice do you have for someone? who may be under a cardiologist's care or has had uh, heart concerns for some time that is maybe just recovering from COVID-19? Are there some specific things that you would say to this audience?
1: Definitely. It's a very good and a very important question. Symptoms of COVID frequently mimic symptoms of cardiovascular disease. COVID itself affects cardiovascular system. So, Not only you could say that in a way it is also a cardiovascular disease, but at the same time, the fact that you have COVID does not mean that nothing else coincidentally might be going on in your body. So my advice would be to beware of too easily assuming that it's COVID, I don't need to worry about my cardiovascular health. Have a very low threshold to pick up the phone, call your doctor. There is nothing wrong, even if you're in isolation with having a phone conversation. Talk to your cardiologist, especially if pre-existing cardiology condition, cardiac conditions. Discuss the symptoms and see if you need to be concerned or not. Neglecting symptoms that otherwise uh, may be early signs of something bad happening with your heart may result in you having not only COVID but also presenting with a heart attack, and then it's a very challenging situation.
0: What can a person do to help prevent? or lessen the possibility of long-term heart effects from COVID-19?
1: I think I would resonate the CDC recommendation of getting vaccinated. That is the best way to, first of all, hopefully avoid the infection and disease altogether, but at the same time, avoid the otherwise possibly grave consequences of severe illness
0: and even, even dying of COVID. So get vaccinated. We've talked about you know people staying out and not getting routine appointments. Can you just share a little bit from your perspective as a cardiologist the importance of heart and vascular screenings?
1: Getting early attention in the course of cardiovascular disease is life-saving. As I always say, it's a very preventable disease, first of all. So you can prevent it altogether. And even if you start getting some atherosclerotic disease, plaques, mild plaques here or there, At that stage, you can still intervene and treat it very effectively where you might not even have any consequences of of, of, uh, that plaque formation process throughout your life. Cardiovascular diseases are very preventable and very treatable. The worst thing to do is not get attention when you're affected. And that's exactly where our, our community cardiovascular disease screening program fits. We have very effective, accurate simple ways of identifying patients at uh, high risk of developing severe cardiovascular disease, whether it's stroke, whether it's heart attack, whether it's other forms of cardiovascular disease. So we should be using those tools. And that's our
0: screening program. Dr. Stish, thank you for taking time to join in this conversation about heart health and COVID-19. This episode is part of the Health and Wellness series by Sanford Health. For additional podcast series and topics, please click the podcast link on Sanford Health News. I'm Alan Helgeson, and thank you for listening.